0: Hi everybody, it's episode 457 of PodQuest. Hey. I'm glad I realized I forgot to change the number. <laughs> uh It is Wednesday, May 17th, 2023. I am Chris, with me is Druton. Hello. And Walnut. Hi everyone. And I managed to come in here, change the date to the right date, but did not change the episode number.
1: Good uh, job, user.
0: Hey, at least I did stuff this week, sir.
1: I did do stuff this week.
0: Not according to our fucking outline.
1: I mean, it's I, I I played I played a game that I talked about last week more. Yeah, it's a so long that's, game.
0: So you've done nothing.
1: Uh, yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I had a a stream celebration on Friday that no one came to. Well, that's a lie. I think I averaged about seven people, but it was supposed to be like people coming and playing Fall Guys on stream with us. That I had at least ten people say, "Yeah, they'll be there," and one person showed up.
0: People are very unreliable. Yeah. I don't even remember what Friday, what like happened on Friday.
1: It was Zelda Day. That's what happened on
0: Friday. Oh, yeah. That's, that's right. That was Friday. Look, man, yeah. it was a long weekend. We, we had brunch with my mom on Saturday because fucking trying to do that on Sunday would have been a disaster. And, um, then we had a concert on Sunday.
1: I have. I've done brunches with on Mother's Day. It's it's never been a disaster. I, you just have to plan it like two weeks ahead of time and make a reservation.
0: Yeah, my mom didn't ask if we wanted to go out until Tuesday. Well, that's that's a her problem because like, so she works overnight. So okay. like, her schedule is usually wonky. So we usually like we'll go over there and see her on Mother's Day, but we usually don't plan to go out because odds are she's either waking up late from working the night before or going to bed very early because she has to be at work at like eleven o'clock. Um Mm -hmm. and turns out she's actually out of work for a month, so on Tuesday she was just like, Hey, do you guys want to go out? (laughs) And we're like, sure. But she asked for Sun she said on Sunday and we're like, Yeah, but let's not do Sunday because at this point we're not getting a reservation anywhere um that isn't going to just be a crowded disaster. Mm -hmm. Um let's uh let's go out on Saturday. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, which I had also forgotten that Sunday was Mother's Day. So, like, earlier in the week, I was trying to find, like, dinner reservations for Sunday night in Philly. Turns out, really hard to do on Mother's Day.
2: Yep. Oh, yeah,
1: for sure. Especially if you're only doing it, like, a week ahead of time.
0: Yeah. and But, Drew, for you, I don't know if you've ever been, um, the place directly next to Union Transfer. The, there's, like, like that Mexican taco. Yeah. yeah.
3: It's pretty good. Yes, it is. Yeah, when yeah, I, I saw Polyphia last year, since I wound up going to that show alone, I went there for a dinner beforehand.
0: Nice. They have a, a an interesting menu.
3: Yeah, I wonder if they change it up much or not. Yeah, like I don't it's... know. It's been months since I was there. Yeah, they're they're like Mexicali
0: is what they're like labeled as. Uh huh. But I got a I got a, a pork taco and pork belly bowel buns which you know very two very different things. Uh uh-huh. and Erica got like a cucumber salad thing and crab rangoon fondue.
3: Okay, I mean that all sounds good.
0: Oh yeah, no, like it was all good, but it was just like what ethnic food are you are you guys <laughs> preparing here? Uh-huh. Cuz I am not entirely sure. Plus they, they like they they also had like noodle bowls and stuff like that. I'm like, y'all don't actually know what you're doing, do you? You're just making shit that you like and I'm, I'm okay with it. But yeah, that place was good and luckily had reservations and like we were going to union transfer. So it was like perfect. Yeah. Cause I was, I was originally looking at places like, like more in like, like, like center city area, like where like all the restaurants are. Um, and just every one of them was just like, "Yeah, no, we have bookings next Tuesday. <laughs> like, there is nothing anywhere around Sunday." Mm-hmm. Like, well, all of you suck. You're you're not helping anybody right now. But turns out that that little place is pretty good. Yeah, and their trace Leche cake also delicious. Nice.
1: Oh man, trace Leche cake. Went to uh, a place a couple weeks ago with my mom in in Center City, and we. It's a very small menu, and uh. They only had two dessert items. They had churros and they had Tres leche cake. It was, the entire menu is gluten free. And it was delicious. All, everything was delicious. Um, but one thing I used to love were churros. I loved churros when I was a kid. I loved them after, after being an adult as well. But I don't get to have them because they're not naturally gluten free. So I was like, I don't care if you want dessert or not, mom, I'm getting a churros. She's like, I'll get the cake. I, uh, I was upset because the cake was better than a churro.
0: That does suck.
1: And, uh, but, like, they were, cause, like, she, I, she let me have a piece of her, her cake. And the cake was big, and it was a bigger, por- it felt like a bigger portion of everything. And I was just like, man, these churros are good, but they're too, I don't know, I feel like they were, like, a little, they felt a little too moist and cakey in the middle. That, like, it kinda just felt like it was, like, liquid in the middle, and not very solid. And so, like, it was just a weird texture. They tasted good. And, like, they were both really good desserts. But the Tres Leche's cake was just so much better.
0: Yeah. It's funny. The place that we went, also, their two desserts were churros and Tres leches cake. Mm-hmm. But I, I do not believe their menu was uh was gluten-free. At least not was all it, of it.
1: Was it Mission Tanqueria? No. No,
0: no it was not. No. I forget the name uh-huh. of it. Like, it's it's like lost something or other. Right.
1: I'd have to look it up. It's also not but, in Center well, City. It's yeah. it's on
0: Spring Garden.
3: But the Balbons are most likely not.
0: Yeah, no, but they're delicious.
3: It's La Chinesca. Okay, I was looking at the that... menu to see if I could remember what I got when I went.
0: <laughs> yeah, they have a weird menu because it's all just it's like one menu, but like you, looking at stuff, you're like, okay, well that's more of an appetizer. That's more of an entree. Mm-hmm. But yeah, their food was good. Yeah, recommend. Um, Rich, what's on the agenda?
1: Uh so there's a little bit of news about PlayStation um that we're gonna talk about. There's also I'm gonna bring up a little I I I posted about this news. And I'm gonna talk to you guys about it to see what you think about it, uh after we talk about that PlayStation. It's a little sneaky surprise. Um then uh Cobb you played some uh of this uh indie game called Legend of Link, right? no no no, Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Uh Drew, you uh got into some remnant from the ashes. And, uh, Cobb, you read a book?
0: Eh, if we have time. Yeah. We really only had the two things. I didn't know you you had a, a rogue news to talk about.
1: I mean, it's not... It is... It's kind of a big deal. Uh, it's kind of a
0: It's probably not a big deal.
1: No, it's not really a big deal at all, but it's fine. <laughs> uh,
0: but yeah, so I don't know if you guys saw uh next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, there is going to be a new Nintendo... Or Nintendo... PlayStation Showcase... I don't believe it was called State of Play, so it, it isn't one of those. But um, the wording for it is they are going to be showing off new PlayStation Studio games along with third-party and indie titles. Interesting. So, yeah. And I was trying to think: Are there any PlayStation like first-party games that you guys can think of, or, or not even games, but um, like IPs or studios? that might have a game that hasn't been announced yet Twisted uh,
2: Metal <laughs>
0: I mean, I, I mean actually is, yeah because there, there's that show that coming that show they have Come the on. show
1: coming out on Peacock which uh guess who forgot to cancel their Peacock subscription which I swear to god I did good job
0: hey now you can watch Twisted Metal
1: Is it out yet
0: No but we 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 know you and subscriptions you're going to keep forgetting.
1: Yeah. <laughs> when I got the when I got the notification or when I checked my bank account the other day it saw that was just like I thought I canceled that. I should cancel that. But you haven't right, canceled it, keep it yet. Paying you? my bills. No, I haven't. Yeah, you're you gonna. Ha- I did though.
0: You were gonna have Peacock for at least six months.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs> I'm glad you. I like that. Like you don't even like try and deny. It. You're like, no, no, no I'm. Look, I'm definitely gonna cancel it before then.
1: <laughs> the thi- thing is, is five bucks. So like, I hate Peacock. I'm s- like, I know I'm against Peacock, and like, I don't want to have it. And the only reason I subscribed for it was because it was honestly, I think, technically cheaper to watch Pitch Perfect 2 than it was to rent it or whatever. But like, it's also, it's only five bucks and I don't care about the commercial shit or whatever. Like, I, I don't, I just, I don't care because I'm not going to use it that often.
0: I mean, there's a lot uh, of content you could catch up on. You could watch Fresh Prince. You could watch which, Saved by the Bell.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't care about Saved by the Bell. Um, I did, I do want to do Fresh Prince. Um.
0: You could watch Bumper in Rome or whatever that show was called, the Pitch Perfect the, spin-off. The,
1: like, there, yeah, there, there are, there is content, and there are shows on there that I do want to check out.
0: WWE Network?
1: No. Um, but I just, like, I'm like, God, why did fucking, it's, I'm dumb, it's dumb because, like, I, but also at the same time, I, I feel the same with, like, Paramount and stuff, too. Like, why do they all have to, like, branch off and do their own streaming shit? It makes cutting the cord more expensive
0: I, so I don't know if you saw, um, the, and this is a little bit uh, away from from the Sony thing. Apparently, Disney Plus and Hulu are set to merge into a single app sometime in the next like, span of time.
1: Yeah, I, I heard something about it, but I've also heard that like Disney Plus is going to be reducing its uh, libraries and stuff like that. That, that. that well, too, apparently.
0: they're they're going back to the vault.
1: Yeah, but I mean, hey, that'll one one less app for me to have, one less login for me to have go for it. Absolutely.
0: Well I mean Hulu and Disney Plus should be the same login already.
1: They they are, but now I don't have to have two different apps for it. And whenever yeah. somebody uh whenever uh somebody in my household, definitely not my family that are multiple towns over, but definitely in my household. But no, whenever somebody in my family who uh gets kicked off needs the password, they don't they 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 should already have it. Um it's... I I'm meaning I have my brother has my Hulu and Disney, instead of so my parents. So it's
0: yeah, it's it's, it's just, funny. Should just be one login. Um, for a while there, I I ignored the little prompt and email and stuff saying that it was like all the same login. So mm-hmm. I kept having trouble logging into Hulu or Disney Plus, and I kept resetting the password. And because I never logged into them back to back it never really registered that it was, yeah. that was what was fucking it up. So there was a while there where, like, I would just, I would keep resetting the passwords because they kept not working. Um And it was, it was fucking up at night because Erica watched, um, watches Hulu at night, usually. I almost never use Hulu. But it happened to be that one time where, like, I was opening Disney Plus to, like, check on something. Um And yeah, I must have done it, like, three or four times before, like, I, f- it finally happened close enough together that I'm like, Oh, you son of a bitch. And I like I saw on the website that it said like, hey, this is the same as your Hulu account or whatever.
1: So my um my passwords have some string of line in it. it, it this uh, this isn't it obviously isn't my password, but it's it's e- equal to like this is my password for and then service. Uh, for some of these streaming services. So I was like, this is my, like, I even do it for, like, my Wi-Fi and stuff. This is my password for Wi-Fi. So, like, uh, Walnuts
0: Netflix, Walnuts, um, Hulu. Yeah, something,
1: something like that. And so, so it's like. with a
0: four instead of an A.
1: Well, like, yeah, it's some variation of, like, this is my password for X and whatever. True, I
0: think I just guessed his password and now he's trying <laughs> to <backtrack.
1: laughs> Whatever the server, <laughs> whatever the service is would be where X is. So, like, this is my password for Disney. So now my Hulu says this is my password for Disney, which is. I, it, it's funny to me, but it, it works. It makes sense, because it's all the same. It's all Disney.
0: Yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. Um, but anyway, so the the PlayStation thing... Yeah, Twisted Metal actually wouldn't be too far-fetched. I don't know what studio would work on that, though.
3: Uh, fucking who knows? Because they
0: just closed the Dream Studio. Polyphia Digital? Sure. No. I think that's who did it. No. No.
3: Polyphia, or isn't that Grismo?
0: Oh, uh, you might be right. Who
3: did, um this Media medium like little big planet
0: yeah, that's medium molecule okay, they closed somebody, and I don't think it was medium molecule I know they 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 ended dreams, I know that much, <laughs> but I don't think they shuttered medium molecule uh no that that appears to still be running. let's see list of sony first party this is not the list I needed there we go there's Wikipedia, Wikipedia will show me, okay, so firewalk studio was closed this year, sure. I could have sworn that they just shuttered another first-party studio. I guess not. I must have mis misread something or whatnot. But I, I now have a-, a list of studios open. You know what? Polythia, they-, they could probably do it. Like, they do Cars, Cars, Twisted Metal. It's all the same.
3: Yeah, why not?
0: But yeah, like, thinking about, like, Na- Naughty Dog hasn't... I don't think Naughty Dog has any announced games right now. And Last of Us 2 was three years ago, right? Sounds about right. So, totally possible that we get, like, a tease of a Naughty Dog game. Um, I don't think Bend has anything going on, either. And they haven't in a while, because uh, I think they, they had Days Gone and then nothing, because yeah. no one liked Days Gone. Um, Guerrilla Games has H- Horizon, and they th- that was just last year, so I can't imagine they're going to announce anything. Um, maybe Suck- Sucker Punch? They haven't announced anything since Ghost of Tsushima, right?
3: Couldn't tell you for sure, but I don't think so.
0: Yeah, I don't don't believe they have, and then Sony Santa Monica has apparently also been working on a game separate from uh, God of War, like, they were working on it while also working on Ragnarok, so it's possible now that we're, you know, six months, like, apart from the God of War release. Oh god, was God of War really just six months ago?
1: I thought it was longer ago, too, let me tell you. Wait, was it really just
0: this past November that that game came out?
1: Yeah. 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 I was I was talking to my brother the other day. I was like, "I'm surprised God of War hasn't gone on sale yet." He's like, "It just came out." I'm like, "No, it didn't. It came out a while ago." He's like, "No, it's only been like a couple months." And wow. Like, no, no bullshit.
0: Yeah, no, like, like I said it, and then in my head, I'm just like, "No, it, that was 2021 that that came out." Jesus, that game feels like an eternity ago.
1: There's a there's been a lot freaking coming out and releasing. That's let me tell you.
0: Yeah, like we we have had quite a few like like pockets of things because and, and, like, it's
1: like it's because it's also weird because like 2022 didn't really have a lot that came out, and at this point in 2022, all you heard from or heard about was was Elden Ring, and now we're, there's like so many fucking games. I'm drawing a blank on all of them right now, but like besides Legend of Zelda because that just came out, but like ton of fucking AAA games have come out this year.
0: I mean, there was Jedi Survivor. Um, I know yeah. there was something in January that came out. Fire Emblem? Fire Emblem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, there have been, like, these weird pockets where, like, every couple, like, every other month or so, there's, like, two or three, like, bigger games that have come out. Like, wh- whether it's games that any of us are playing or not, are, it's kind of, like, separate. But, yeah, yeah, like, notable releases over the last handful of, of months that, you're right, like, 2022, it was a lot of little releases, and then, like, two or three big games. Like, we got, mm-hmm. we got God of War, we got Elden Ring. We got that year's Call of Duty, and yeah, I can't remember any other like big games from last year.
1: There weren't a lot of big titles from last year. Maybe it was, uh, yeah, uh, Horizon was last year. Oh, right, uh, yeah, mean, it was I... like
0: the week before Elden Ring.
1: You even have friggin' Diablo 4, what, in like oh two weeks? A week? Diablo Something 4 like and that?
0: Final Fantasy 16 are basically like back-to-back. Yeah. Back. yeah. We know which ones so... Drew's going for Final Fantasy 16.
1: Yeah. I forgot about Final Fantasy, man so mad. That's... That's gonna have to wait.
0: That's gonna have to wait. Why? Why does it have to wait? To, uh, because I know yourself.
1: that'll probably... That'll probably go on sale just the same as Jedi Survivor.
0: I mean, that is... That is true. But by which, Christmas, like, that game will be on sale.
1: Yeah. Which is why... That's why I'm not getting Survivor, which is why I'm... I am getting... I'm... I also really want to play Zelda. I'm getting Zelda because I know it won't go on sale. Um, but it's also... They're running their $100 for two games deal right now on nintendo so
0: did you know apparently that may only be valid if you have an active online subscription
1: no i did not know that yeah so i, I saw it. S-
0: i saw somebody on twitter like somebody reliable um who had the vouchers but hadn't used them yet and their subscription expired and they i they probably i think they said they had to like update their payment info or something but just hadn't yet And they lost access to the vouchers. And when they reached out to Nintendo, they were basically told that without an active subscription, they couldn't use them. But they also didn't get any confirmation if they were getting their fucking money back.
1: Nintendo online members can buy a pair of Nintendo game vouchers with an asterisk. Where's the asterisk? Pay Nintendo online membership required at the time of purchase and redemption of Nintendo Switch game vouchers. Nintendo Switch game vouchers must be redeemed within 12 months from purchase date and have no cash value and cannot be transferred, returned, or redeemed for cash. Each Nintendo game voucher may be redeemed for one game offered as part of the catalog. To receive professional value, Nintendo Switch game vouchers must be redeemed for two games the cumulative price, price that is higher than the purchase price of the Nintendo Switch game vouchers, blah, blah, blah. It, it's it, uh, I hate to be a jerk. It's on the fine print.
0: I mean, it is on the fine print. A, no one reads that. And I wasn't necessarily complaining that it's a no, thing. I, it was just more of a... That's a weird thing to lock behind a paywall. <laughs> I, I,
1: I, I agree. It is a weird thing. I didn't know that that was locked behind the paywall. And I would not know if it weren't for you bringing that up. Um, But at the same time... I Yeah, no one reads a fine print. But it's... Hold on. Uh Buy now, use later. vouchers New purchase Precious. Don't have to be used at the same time. Uh Yeah, it doesn't, it doesn't, uh it doesn't, s- yeah, it's just in the asterisk. So it's, uh but it's the Nintendo Switch online members can buy a pair of Nintendo Switch game vouchers. So you, in order to buy it, you have to have an online, a Nintendo Switch online account for sure. So yeah, you, I mean, I guess it kind of makes sense, but it is weird that like you can't redeem them if you don't have it. Just yeah. active, activate your online account for a month and buy the game.
0: Oh, yeah, exactly. I, so the I, I don't know what, like, the end of the story ended up being, but it was just one of those weird ones where they reached out to Nintendo. Nintendo just said, yeah, like, these are only valid with a subscription, but wouldn't at the time give them a confirmation on whether or not they were being refunded. Or if they if they re-enabled their online subscription, if the vouchers would be there and available again, or if they were just gone because like Nintendo not great at the internet or communication
2: mm-hmm. but
0: like like you said, yeah yes, it's in the fine print like that like they do list that you need the subscription there. and I don't believe that the subscription lapse was intentional. I think it was just one of those like credit card changed and forgot to update the payment method.
1: yeah, yeah. I'm mm-hmm. sure they'll get it, but now I'm now I'm in the area of what the fuck other game do I get?
0: <laughs> what are the other games that are available?
1: Oh, there's a lot. Um, I mean, most of, some of them I already have. Uh, but obviously Zelda, um, Kirby, uh, Bayonetta uh, Origins, but I don't really care. Fire Emblem Pikmin Four, Advanced Wars One Plus Two, the Pokemons Splatoon Three, Xenoblade Three, uh, Fire Emblem Three Hopes. And then it's uh, Kirby Forgotten Land. So there's a- both Kirbys. Uh, Kirby's Ge- Return of Dreamland Deluxe and Kirby's Forgotten Land.
0: So Forgotten Lands is delightful. Yeah. Um, is, battle- is Mega Man Battle Network on there? You could get yourself the Battle Network collection.
1: No, it's uh, probably not on here. Um, that's a And even if it was, um, I wouldn't get it on Switch. I'd probably end up getting it on PC.
0: Well, that's dumb. I disagree with your but decisions.
1: It's It's also, it's... Oh no, it's being sold separate or sold differently physical than it is online. Or so I don't know. The Battle Network uh, collection is being sold somewhere somehow. So it's uh, very
0: hard to find physically, from what I've seen. Um, but the digital, you have the option of just like with the other Mega Man collections, you can you you buy it in two different like sets, mm-hmm. or some of the storefronts offer like a combined one for seventy. Yeah, but yeah, it's like I
1: think Battle I think
0: Network Volume One and Battle Network Volume Two
1: yeah I think the physical versions you get on both, which is why people want the physical versions, but the digital versions it's one or the other. it's and it's like you don't need both versions because they they did they pulled a Pokemon for a couple of the releases, I believe and that's what the separate versions are or the separate
0: games. no because it, it is actually it's split like all the other ones when I was looking at it. It's like battle Network like one through five are on one bundle. And then six through whatever on the other. But it each version will contain both versions of the games that have two versions. Because so they didn't start doing that till like Battle Network 3, I think. Three or four. They made a lot of those games. A lot more than I realized. But anyway, yeah. So next Wednesday, we'll probably be able to chat about the PlayStation Showcase. Since it's going to be fairly early in the afternoon. Three o'clock, our mm-hmm. time. Um, so that'll be something. Maybe, maybe there'll be some cool reveals. Um, yeah. Moving along, though.
1: Um, so, super secret news. I posted this on my Discord. I don't know if you guys seen it. Uh, Nicolas Cage is gonna be in Dead by Daylight.
0: I did not see that.
1: Yeah. Uh, we don't know. I don't know quite yet. They just teased it. Like, the official DVD Twitter account tweeted this out. And and showed, like, a video thing. We don't know if he's going to be a playable character. Like, a survivor. Or if he's going to be a villain. But, Nick Cage literally... it's actually Nick Cage um, is going to be a playable character of some sort in Dead by Daylight.
0: That's very goofy. Yeah. But also Which, a thousand percent tracks for Nicolas Cage.
1: Yeah. It's just, it's so wild that, like, they're doing that. And I've never, I wanted to buy, because I, ha- I own the game on Steam. I was going to get, and probably still can if I want to, the um the Attack on Titan DLC. But that was just skins. It wasn't actually, like... A new villain whereas this is probably like a whole new playable character like even even like the the playable characters weren't like the actual characters from the games or from the movie or from the show it was just skins but this is like seems like it's probably gonna be a whole playable character which is just really goofy and like that d- DVD has just gotten so like it knows that it's weird and ridiculous
0: but Why do you pretty do you keep saying dvd or dbd
1: DVD, Dead by Daylight.
0: Okay. For some reason, every time you've said it, I've heard you say a V instead of a B, and I'm just like, why do you keep saying that?
1: <laughs> um, dead via Deadlight.
0: Well, the first time when you said um the, the official DVD account, I'm just like, why does DVD have a official account, and are they making a movie of Dead by Daylight? <laughs>
1: yeah. Uh, but yeah, that that was the goofy silliness. That was like not really important, but also kind of important.
0: Which, that, that is actually pretty silly. Um, yeah. But, like, again, like, very much tracks for Nick Cage. Like, he did just have um, that vampire movie come out, R- Renfield? R- Renfield? Yeah, yeah. Where he's, like, he is Dracula from, like, the original but, Dracula movies, but in modern but, day.
1: Yeah, but that's not, like, a horror movie, though. That's, like, a comedy, I think.
3: Yeah, it is. So, like,
1: I I don't know. It's just, it's funny that, like, like, I don't really know if he's ever done horror. Uh, Mandy. What is Mandy?
0: Um, it's a horror movie, or it's it's at least like a, like a thriller horror sort of movie. He also did, um, he he did like the remake of the Wicker Man. That's arguably kind of horror. I've never
1: seen that might actually be
0: horror. Like a person gets killed by bees.
1: The bees. I know that part. That's about
0: it. And also he did like that movie, um, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. That was fucking hard to watch.
1: I mean, I was going to say, like, is any Nick Cage movie a horror movie? Or are we going to say, like, Gone in 60 Seconds, also a horror movie?
0: No, like, that that was, like, peak Nicolas Cage. Same thing with um National Treasure. Both of those, absolute gems.
1: Fantastic movies. Wonderful movies.
0: But, like, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance, some hot garbage.
1: Yeah, it's pretty bad.
0: There's all... I forget the name of the movie, but he also did a movie where he could, like... He was, like, a stage magician or something stupid Next. like that. Yeah, that one. That movie was fucking yeah. stupid.
1: That movie, um, lives in my brain
0: all the time. Yeah, where it was just, um, I believe in, like, spoilers for, like, a 10-year-old movie, 15-year-old movie. If the
1: movie was a fucking dream.
0: Yeah, like, doesn't it end with him waking up and realizing that everything, like, was him seeing the future?
1: Yeah, so what it was, was, um, from the point that he sleeps with the love interest forward was him seeing the future. Right. And so, the movie ends with him, I guess, altering the future by leaving her, and not staying with her, and doing- I, I I mean, I don't know what- like, maybe it was supposed to be built up into, like, a sequel-type thing, or whatever, but, like, this whole, like, him saving the planet, or the world, or saving the region, or the area from a nuclear explosion, or some shit like that, where he uses his powers all epically, and it's, like, really cool, because- uh, Drew, if you don't know this movie, he has the ability to see, I think it's like 10 seconds into the future. Um, and that's it. And so he used it as, he was a stage magician, he would use it as like parlor tricks to say what's gonna happen. To so like, so he would legitimately tell someone to pull a card without doing any card trick to it, just pull a card, he would look at them, and he would tell them what it is, cause in 10 seconds in the future, whether he got it right or wrong, they would turn it, and show him the card, and he would know what the card was. And that's how it worked. So throughout the movie, they're t- trying to have him use his powers to save the world. I don't know, to save America. Uh, because it was an early 2000s movie, it was all about saving America. Um, from, like, a nuclear explosion or some shit like that. And at one point, they're in a warehouse, and it just shows him walking and he finds like a, a four-way intersection in on this catwalk and you see three of him split off one in each direction of the catwalk and then you just it just pans out and you see hundreds of Nick cages walking around some of them getting shot and killed some of them not and whatnot because he was figuring out the way to go and looking 10 seconds in the future every 10 seconds it was wild it was wild but then the whole movie ends with him waking up after he hooks up with her. And he just leaves. And I was just like, I think about that movie way too often.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, I've never even heard of it until this conversation. Yeah, dude, it's it's, it's from two
0: thousand and seven, and it yeah the the love interest was Jessica Biel. Yeah, it,
1: so. it's 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 interesting. It's it's a very Nick Cage movie, and yeah, and, but unfortunately, I think that started a little bit of his downfall of bad movies like that was one of his starting movies where, like, a lot of the movies he was in were perceived as bad.
3: Um, I think, uh, what was... 2007 was a pretty bad year for him.
1: What else happened in 2007?
3: The fucking Ghost Rider. Okay. Well, the, the first
0: Ghost Rider, while not good, is not the worst movie. Ghost Rider 2 is the actual terrible one.
3: Well, I mean, the fact that he was in Ghost Rider 1 meant there was then him in Ghost Rider 2. So if he was never in Ghost Rider 1, he would also have never been in Ghost Rider 2.
0: I mean, that that is true. But I think 2007 was also National Treasure 2. Yes. I feel like there were a couple, like, I feel like between 05 and, like, 2010, that man made, like, 115 movies. Probably. And, like, it, that wasn't even the point when he was dealing with the IRS and just making whatever garbage movie he had to to uh pay that shit off.
1: I didn't know that he committed, like, tax evasion or whatever shit. He-
0: I don't know if it was tax evasion or just one of those stupid celebrity things where, like, he didn't know he wasn't paying taxes. Man, I'm looking at his filmography, though, man. Early 2000s, Nick Cage, a lot of good movies in there. You had Matchstick Men, The First National Treasure, Lord of War, The Wicker Man. National Treasure 2. Oh, Knowing was the other weird fucking one.
1: Knowing, that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I, I was going to say The Happening, but that was M. Night Shyamalan. Um.
0: Yeah, he just... he Like, no. for every, like, half-decent movie, he just... There was, like, another, like, what the fuck were you thinking, dude?
1: Well, yeah, it was, like, in 07, like I said, he had, like, he had... Na- <laughs> Werewolf Women of the SS. That's, oh, that's right, he was part of, uh... Grindhouse, and so he was had like a credit or a cameo yeah
0: he's he's um, got five movies scheduled like in various stages of post-production scheduled to come out between this year and next year mm-hmm. good job Nicolas Cage just Freaking, fucking get it.
1: he was Dr. Tenma in Astro Boy
0: was he really yeah
1: he's voiced Dr. Tenma in Astro Boy in huh. the 2009 Astro Boy movie not in a like not original Astro Boy
0: I don't think I ever saw that movie because it looked Fucking terrible!
1: Forgot about the Sorcerer's Apprentice
0: and Pig. Don't ever forget about Pig. Anyway, um, that's enough Nicholas Cage chatter. So I ended up, um, deciding to to give Tears of the Kingdom a shot. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: how how many dicks have you made? None. If you're playing I am, it wrong.
0: I am very bad at putting things together in that game.
1: You're you're playing it wrong if you're not making dicks.
0: So I actually, so to be fair, I have not found a lot of items that would be good for making anything other than very simple stuff at this point. Um, the only time that I'm that I'm getting, like, the cool things to make, um, like, stuff float or move on its own is generally um, in the shrines. In the open world, I've only found, like, a couple wheels and a lot of just... There's a lot of sections of the map where they just kind of have wooden boards waiting for you, just in case. Because mm-hmm. um, one of the little, like reoccurring, like, side quest sort of deals is, um, Kuroks. Instead of instead of all of them just being hidden, like, under rocks and shit, there are a bunch of them that are just lazy little pieces of garbage that need you to help them get to their friend who is, you know, sometimes it's it's across, like, a ravine, and it's reasonable that this little dude couldn't get over there. But other times they're just, like, down a hill. Mm-hmm. And, like, the little guy's just like, I'm too tired to move. So, the, like, the whole idea is... They're usually near stuff that you can use to build a contraption and then get over to that area quicker or more efficiently than just picking the dude up and running with them. Mm-hmm. And like, sometimes it works really well. And other times, like you misjudge something and you fall off a cliff. Yeah. Um, the The game as a whole, though, it's more Breath of the Wild for better and worse. Um, but I, I do think like, excuse me, side by side. So at least with how much I've played so far, I enjoyed Breath of the Wild more. Um, like, right out of the gate with this one, it's just... It's different, but it's retreading a lot of the same stuff without giving you, like, a good reason to be doing the same things over again. Mm-hmm. Like, like you have to re-unlock the whole map again. And it's the same map. So, like... and But the towers are different. They've now built new towers. So even though you had the full map before... They give you a new tablet, so you have to just go climb all these towers and, and get a new map, which, like, that's a little frustrating. And they just, it's, like, silly stuff like that where I'm like, you you didn't change the world, but you changed, like, you changed this mechanic so that I have to do these, like, menial tasks over again, rather than just enjoying the world.
1: Yeah, like, I that is, that's frustrating the fact that, like, I I wasn't expecting them to change the world. I thought they were maybe going to change the region and make leave Hyrule and the plains of Halia to go somewhere else. And then that makes gives you reason to uncover the map. But if they're using like they- they're ba- they are basically using like pixel for pixel the same map. It
0: it is the same exact map. There are there's obviously changes to it. Like um there's a settlement now where like at like the Hyrule Castle town where that would be. Um, as, you know, the Hylians are trying to rebuild their society. Um, I feel like there are more enemy outposts, like, like, um, like the, the wooden structure things that they would, like, camp out on and, and things, than I remember being in the first one, but we're also talking about, what, seven years ago, so I might just be misremembering how frequent they were. Um, the enemies are also, they're harder in this one, like, significantly, um, And so far, like, the game has not really given me a lot of opportunity to buy new armor or discover new armor. So, I can't... Early in the game, you kind of can't do combat, because a lot of these enemies will just one-hit you if you have less than six or seven hearts. So, so I've been, like, in a lot of cases, I just run from the combat, because I'm still dealing with relatively weak weapons and i have zero armor like they they basically they give you a loincloth and like a toga is like the armor you get to start um c- so like this is not like a a spoiler spoiler but it's it's very small they kind of do a metroidvania take to you so like you you're starting over in a way um which like is expected like they're not going to drop you into a zelda game and be like hey you have all 40 hearts and full stamina Mm-hmm. They found reasons mm-hmm. to make it so that you have to start from scratch and kind of go about things. I, and, parts
1: and stamina, I understand. Uh, it's more like, I think, and I think you do have a lot of the tech that you had, like the, the bombs and everything, right? Do You nope. start with a lot of the, the your you know, entire,
0: you yeah, all of your items are completely different.
1: That's annoying you, like, don't at least have the bombs.
0: So, in the first game, you used the Sheikah Sleep. Yeah. Um, which was, if I remember correctly, like, some sort of, um, Like, ancient ancient relic from when, like, you originally went to sleep, essentially. Mm -hmm. Um, In this one, you use the Pura tablet, which looks just like the Sheikah Slate, but also is a, like, is not. It basically, I think it's supposed to be modeled after either a Switch Lite or a Switch OLED versus the original Switch that the Sheikah Slate used. Oh, it's
1: definitely, definitely Switch OLED, because they are bundling this game with the Switch OLED.
0: Right. And it... It was created by, by Pura, Pura, however how you say her name, like, the one, like, character from the first game. Mm-hmm. Um, they don't really tell you how much time has passed, but, like, time's definitely passed since they have, like, a little city built up, and they managed to build all these giant towers all over the, the map. Um, and in some cases, they're, like, guarded by the by enemies, so it's real hard, fucking hard to get to them. Um, I will say, like, while the towers are incredibly annoying to have to climb again to unlock the maps, um, they're cooler towers. Because... Drew, did you ever play Breath of the Wild? I know Rich did.
3: No, I keep debating it. We have a physical copy, but I haven't touched a 3D Zelda stock Like,
0: Breath of the Wild, like I've said it before, it's a really good game. It's just not a Zelda game. Um But so in in Breath of the Wild, the towers were, they were very Ubisoft towers. You just, you climb them. After the first couple, there was usually some sort of like challenge or obstacle to get around them. Um It was a lot of thorns and stuff like that, if I remember correctly. Um... And you, you got up there, you put the slate in it, the tower did like a scanny thing and it unlocked the map and then you jumped off. Um, these ones actually skyrocket you into the air. Um, so in a lot of cases, when they shoot you up, you get taken far enough up that you can actually get to some of the sky islands. And so far, that is the only way to get to them. Um, after like the initial kind of like, Hey, there's islands in the sky bit of the game, but they did, um, they got rid of, like, like I was saying before, they got rid of the, the Sheikah slate. You have a new tablet now, and it has all different abilities. Well, you have all different abilities, because I'm not entirely sure if they come from the slate or not, or the tablet. But, um, that's where all of the, the combination stuff that you're seeing online comes from. So rather, and I might have some of these wrong. Um, in Breath of the Wild, you had the thing that froze stuff for a little while, where you could, like, hit things, and then when it unfroze, it would, like, take all those hits right away, so it was a great way to, like, launch stuff. Um, Yeah, there was stasis, yeah. Yeah, you you had the bombs, you had... Freeze. Freeze, and there was something else, too, right? Yeah,
1: um... It was bombs, freeze, stasis... Oh, shoot, what was the last one? It was purple, but I can't remember what the purple power was. And I'm actually trying to remember it through, um uh was it one of the warriors
0: wasn't one of the Age powers of the thing that you used to move the marbles in some of those um shrine missions
1: no it wasn't the power it just you, you it was just how they had you move marbles it wasn't a
0: power okay. i can't
1: remember what the last power was
0: so regardless like the, those were basically the different things you could do um in this one you have the ability to pick up and kind of reorient it and move things. Um, and But you're not physically picking them up. You're using the ability. So you can do it from a distance. You can move them back and forth, up and down. You can rotate them. Um, it's how you would... It's how people are making um, the different contraptions, by, like, taking wood and, like, angling it different ways. And then you can use that to actually attach it to another item. As long as that other item is, like, another thing you can move, you basically, it, it does like a little gooey connection to it wherever you kind of line it up and tell it to. Um, It's really cool for certain things, like when I was saying the, the Karak travel stuff, if you have to move them across like a big gap, rather than taking the chance of just putting them on something and hoping for the best, you can attach them to the thing that you're using to move, and then they can't go anywhere. The only downside is if you fuck up and the thing falls, the Karak falls with it.
1: So the the last power was uh a... a um. Magnet that would only work obviously on metal because it was a magnet.
0: Right. Um, but yeah, so you, you have the, the pick up, move and attach thing power. You have the fuse power, which is the thing that lets you attach different items to your weapons or your, your, um, shield. So that's how, um, people were making like hammers. They would get like a stick or a sword and then attach a rock to it. And the bigger the rock, the more powerful of a hammer it is. So you actually mm-hmm. use that to, um, Instead of having to use bombs to break down walls, you can just make a hammer and just beat the walls down. The more stuff you have to go through and the weaker the, the initial weapon is, the quicker it breaks, so the more you have to to make them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's your fuse ability. You get a—it's not a teleport ability, but it lets you go directly up through something uh, within reason. So you can't go through any material, and it has to be—it can be high up, but it can't be too high up, um, almost like a flashlight. Like, it's, it's kind of like, if you aim a flashlight up and the light shows, and it's a flat, like, reasonable surface, you can go through it. If you aim up and it's too far up and the light doesn't hit it, you can't go through it. Um, okay. But it's a great way if, say you're trying to get to the top of a mountain, but you don't have the stamina yet, or it's raining, and there is a cave in that mountain, you can, in theory, go into the cave, find, like a like, a nice even spot, and use that ability to actually just teleport all the way through the mountain to the top of it. Mm -hmm. Um, And you have an op. yeah, you have like a cool option once you get up there, if, say you popped up at like a spot where you're, it's like precarious or it's not where you want it to be or something like that, rather than having to complete it and then like go back and start over, you can actually, it, it freezes you halfway in and out so you can see where you're at. And if you hit A, you climb out all the way. If you hit B, it actually takes you back down to where you started. Yeah. So it's come in handy a few times where the solution to a puzzle is to go up through a floor, but, um, you're not necessarily sure where in the floor to go up. So like there, one of the towers you have to do that for, and it's a, it's a fairly elaborate cave system underneath. So there were a few times where, excuse me, I came up from the floor, but I came up just on top of the hill the tower's on rather than inside the tower itself. Mm -hmm. Um... I'm trying to think if I have any other powers. Oh, and then there is a power that will make a thing go backwards. Yeah. Um, so if if you're... Um, the way that they make you test the power when they first give it to you is there's a lot of things that are, like, flowing down, like, streams or um, water wheels that are working in, in the opposite direction of the way you need them to go to, like, climb over something. So in this case, you would use the power on that and it would start spinning in the other direction for a certain amount of time. And you use that to kind of, like, hop onto it, ride it the other direction, hop off, and then release it. So it just starts moving on its own again. Mm -hmm. Um, I have not had any real circumstances in, like, the game world to use that yet. I'm sure at some point there will be. But for the most part, I use the fusion thing, the pick-up-and-stick-things-together, and and the, the... Go through things, abilities. I still have some openings on, like, the, the, the weapon wheel, if you will, for stuff. So I imagine there's at least one or two other things that I will unlock at some point. But they're, they're very different powers. And to, to offset, um, not having, like, the bombs, you do very early on find, like, bomb flowers and some different plants that have seeds that just set things on fire if you, um, attach it to an arrow.
1: Yeah, I have, I have been seeing people, like, I, I've jumped into a few streams here and there that people were playing it. And like, I would watch for a few minutes to just see what they were doing to avoid spoilers. And I've been seeing them, like, I'll see somebody, like, jump into the air and then they'll go into their creation menu or whatever and add, like, uh, something to the arrow, shoot it and it blows up and it does. And I'm like, this, it seems a lot more intuitive than, like, I was expecting it to
0: be. It's it's both intuitive and not making stuff is actually pretty intuitive. Sometimes you have so many items that you don't always think about the the thing that you could do. So mm-hmm. you you have to go to all four domains again in this game for reasons. So you have to go to to the um, Gerudo, the Rito, um, the Zora, and the the Goron. Mm-hmm. Um and each one has a different phenomena happening. That you're supposed to investigate. Um, the Zora is the first one I was able to get to, um, and it has like sludge everywhere. It basically looks like Mario Sunshine. Okay. And so when you first get there, there is a statue, and everyone's just like, "Oh, this really important statue is covered in this sludge. Whatever, will we do?" Um, and they don't—they don't have any way to clean it off. And the solution is actually to um, there are splash berries that just make like a little splash of water when they're they're hit you attach that to a weapon and then just hit the statue with the weapon, and it clears off all mm-hmm. of the um the sludge, and then everyone's like, oh, you're Link! <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. We didn't
0: recognize you because your statue was covered. Um, And, like, it's it's stuff like that, so once you do that, you realize, like, oh, there's stuff around the world that maybe I can clean off by doing this too, and it doesn't, at least so far, it doesn't seem to affect your weapon durability all that much. I've been just using, like, a stick to do it, and I haven't had a stick break from it yet. But like, I'll walk around and if, if an area seems like there might be something hidden under the sludge, I'll just attach berries to it and just kind of hit the ground until I clear an area out and be like, Oh, there was something here. Or like, Oh, this was a complete waste of my time and energy moving along. <laughs> um, as far as like the building of stuff goes, you can build some neat stuff. Um, early on, they, you have to build like boats with fans as like basically, you basically build motorboats, but, um, it can be like a little, it can be a little haphazardous because not everything lines up exactly how you need it to. And there are also currents in some of the water. So you have to like add the right, um, fan to something and like angle it right. And then turn it on. And you, you turn on all these objects by hitting them with your weapon. Um, I made a lot of mistakes early on, let's call it. And one of the weapons that you, that you find pretty, pretty frequently early on are just axes, Um, and you're supposed to use them to cut down the trees. So, in making a raft, I cut down a bunch of trees, put all the logs together, and then attach a fan to the back of it. And then what you have to do, because of the the, the way the fan is attached kind of, like, on the side underneath a little bit, you have to do, like, a jump attack. So, jump in the air and then, like, do the, the downward pound attack. I did that several times with my axe equipped. And you know what that does? It fucking destroys your raft because it turns all your logs into just bundles of wood. Yeah. Um, makes sense. Yeah. And, like, I just... It did not dawn on me, like, three times in a row why that kept happening. I'm like, I don't understand how I'm supposed to turn this fucking thing on while I'm on it if it's just going to break everything. And then I finally, like, looked at my weapon. I'm like, oh, I have an axe equipped. I'm a fucking idiot. Um, yeah, yeah. The problem is, the area where this is happening, it's also below freezing. You get no clothing, so, that like, you have no way to fight the cold. Um, There's tons of, um... Of the, the spicy berries or whatever they're... Or spicy peppers, whatever they're called. Um, and the game tells you, it's like, hey, make something with these and it should give you tolerance to the cold for, you know, the, like, a, a limited time. Uh, the problem is, not everything you mix with that will give you the tolerance to the cold, and you have limited ingredients at that point in the game and very limited fire. So, I was stuck in, like, a cave, basically, for hours, just trying different things hoping it would work and then dying because i ran out of um ran out of time for like to to withstand the cold and then having to just try it all over again Mm -hmm. and like i didn't have the uh the kite yet so i couldn't jump off of high things and i was on a mountain um i didn't really have i i was base stamina and all the water that i was trying to get across was it was too far to swim and because it was in the icy areas, it, it essentially kills you immediately. It's all, like, it's not quite instant death, but if you're more than, like, one good lunge from getting out of the water, you're just gonna die because it's, it's freezing water. Even if you have, um, have the cold resistance, um, if you fall in that water, it still saps you. Cause I think it just goes too cold, which kind of, that, that is a cool, like, world consistency thing. But it's also incredibly frustrating when, the game made you go to a place without any, like, way to really deal with it, and you're just stuck there, because they also haven't given you fast travel yet. And I was, I was having a real bad time that first day with that area of the fucking game. Like, I, I was getting to that point where I was just getting ready to turn it off, I'm like, you know what, I don't have to play this anymore, I'm just gonna be done now, because this is no longer fun. Mm-hmm. And then, like, a few things finally clicked, and I got across the river, and got the fuck out of there. And just won't go into the snow areas now until I find, um, some clothes that will actually keep me warm.
1: Yeah, that makes sense.
0: And I just, I don't, I honestly don't know how I'm supposed to get clothes in this yet. Cause I don't really, I, I mean, if you remember from Breath of the Wild, it's not like traditional Zelda games where you can just hack grass and get rupees. Um, you basically have to sell stuff to get them or find like, a, like the couple of enemies that will drop them when you defeat them. Um, and so far, like, none of the items I've gotten are worth anything to sell. So they're, they're more worthwhile to keep and use them for, like, different, um, recipes, both food recipes and, like, item recipes. So I'm hoping at some point I just start finding better clothing. Cause as it stands, the only two zones I've been able to go to are the, the Goron and the Zora. Everything to the west, so the Gerudo and the Rito. As soon as I start to get over there, the temperature drops, and I can't go any further.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's... I think in Breath of the Wild, like, it's gonna be a lot of shrines give you rupees. Um No, they don't... Uh, they yeah. haven't
0: given me any money at all. I will I say, know. the shrines are different in this one, too, which is also weird. Like, all the shrines were replaced by different shrines now. <laughs> um And all of these shrines just happen to be um styled around your new abilities. Like, mm-hmm. what are the... What are the chances...
1: Well, I mean, that just means that in the X amount of time that you, between the first one and this one, uh, they redesigned the shrines for this slate. Like, I, I don't know. It is, it is very, very peculiar, pe- peculiar indeed. Um, so,
0: so th- do you mind like a small spoiler? It's not like story related necessarily.
1: I mean, as long as it's not like story related, I don't care.
0: So your new abilities and these new shrines are related to a different ancient civilization. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like, I
1: figured yeah. I figured there is something like that. So, so yeah, in theory
0: not... these shrines are older than the ones you were doing before, but all of the ones you were doing before are gone. Like it's not like they're just on the map for you to like Yeah, I remember that guy. I I finished that before.
1: Yeah, I mean I'm that is that's It makes sense that they wouldn't be on the map because then it would just be confusing. Um, but yeah, that's, yeah, I guess, you know, I kind of figured it was going to be some sort of like ancient society reminiscent of, um, the Twilight people is what I'm expecting.
0: Yeah, like I was I'm actually curious because I mean, like Zelda games are not known for their story. This one, at least the first say hour, two hours, depending on how quickly you get through things actually has a lot more story than than, like, a lot of these games tend to have. Like, Breath of the Wild, like, the story was very, light even the beginning of the game. Like, you had that little cutscene with the king after you kind of, like, did all the stuff, and then you were just off on your thing. Um yeah. In this one, it's like... There's, like... There's a couple different, like, story paths going on, and there was actually one thing that happened very early on that I'm not going to talk about, but it did actually make me kind of, like... It, it took me back for a second. Like, I thought... I. Th- they did a thing I didn't expect them to do, um, and it wasn't exactly what I thought it was going to be. But it was still like I didn't see that coming. That is actually super interesting. Yeah. Um. But they are they are just retreading a lot of the same ground, which is unfortunate. But they they were looking at a game that was super successful, and rather than just making a new game, they kind of made the same game but just changed the mechanics. Yeah. Um,
1: which that's that's where like I'm torn on is because like I have seen. People playing it in the, you have to go back and gain memories again. Like, that to me doesn't make sense because, I mean, I haven't played it, so I don't know if maybe Link was in another stasis for 10 years or some shit like that, but like, it made sense to get the memories in the first one because he lost his memories from being in stasis for a century. This one, it doesn't make sense. Why is he getting his memories when he's been awake this whole time? Unless he hasn't. I don't know. I haven't played the game.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, I agree, but, like, at the same time, like, I'm sure there are still... There are memories that he probably doesn't fully have yet, Um, which, you know, that is what it is, and there... So, I I can tell you right now, I have not gotten any memories yet. Um mm-hmm. I've done... Honestly, like, it's one of those games where I've just run around a whole bunch. I only very recently managed to finally get to one of the four areas, because every time I tried to get to one... That, the game kind of leads you towards, oh, you should go over to um, the Rito area. Um, but when you start heading that way, you find out that you fucking can't because it's too cold. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, cool. I can't go over here. I saw a tower. I tried to unlock, but it, the enemies, um, the Bokoblins and stuff like that built like a whole fortress around it, and they're they're amped up. One of them hit me once, and just one hit killed me. Um, and this is, while I had, like, a metal shield up, they hit me once and one hit killed me. (laughs) And that was after I had swung at them, like, four or five times and taken no health off of them. So I'm like, I don't know what the fuck you guys are on, but I'm leaving. Uh, so I don't even know, like, kind of, like, what that area looks like because the map doesn't show me anything right now. Um, and then I just started going in the other direction, and eventually I was able to get to the top of a mountain to talk to a guy about the Zora's stuff, um... But yeah, I haven't had any memory things happen yet. Um, I'm trying to think. Yeah, I don't, I don't even think anyone has, like, mentioned anything like that to me yet. But it's it's a very similar of go find a tower, unlock the map, look for shrines around the map to unlock more hearts and more stamina so that you can then do more of the things. And um maybe find some Kurok while you're at it so that you can carry more weapons, shields, and bows. Yeah. Um cuz the rep- the weapon degrad uh, degradation yeah, is um just as aggressive as it was in the first one like most of the weapons early on you get two or three swings and then it's broken um i think i'm trying to think i haven't gotten anything that wasn't old or rusty or made of wood yet um i have a couple bows that are better but nothing nothing like the like the late game breath of the wild stuff or like the um the guardian weapons like the blue glowy ones Um, I will, as far as the shrines go, I do like the puzzles in them better than I liked any of the puzzles in Breath of the Wild. I, I feel like they're, some of them are more complicated, but there's also more variety in the ways that you can solve them Mm -hmm. that don't require very specific, like, movement abilities that not everyone can do. Like, I know some people got really good at, like, doing the stasis on an item, hitting it with a sword a bunch, and then riding it across, like, a shrine to the end. Um, I was never very good at that. Um, well, I mean, this... that's
1: more cheating than it was actually. Well, not cheating, but that's more glitching out or, 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 or what's the word? Um, I can't remember the word, but that, that wasn't always how that they weren't clearing the puzzles the way they were meant to be cleared. They were finding an exploit. That's it. To be yeah. Able to clear.
0: Yeah, exactly. I, and like this one still has that. Like there are, there's definitely been at least one or two shrines where the way that I got through it was definitely not the intended way, but because the game gives you the tools, it's just, it's, I don't know, it's more modular, I guess would be the best way to put it. Like, there are just, there are different ways to do things. Like, one of the shrines, you have to build a flying machine. Like, there's a little glider, and you have to get the glider to one side, and then you have to, um, oh, what am I trying to say? You have to attach wheels to it, and then attach a fan to it, And like balance it just right so that you can then get on it and have it fly you across a giant ravine. And while you're on it, you have to, you know, you have to, you have to very carefully move link back and forth to like turn and level it out and, um, step on the back of it so that the nose comes up a little bit so that you get a little more height if you're dipping down a little low. Like it, it was a cool section. Um, and there was another area where you had balloons and candles. And if you put a, bu- a candle like in the balloon, it would make the balloon rise, rise like a hot air balloon. Um, and there, there's two puzzles you have to solve with them. One of them is to get like a small ball into a hole to unlock the gate. And then the other is to get a very large ball into a hole to unlock a gate. And the large one, too big to fit inside of one of the, the bass, one of the balloons, but they have like wooden stuff. So you can actually make like a, like a four balloon platform where you attach four balloons to the thing attach the ball to the middle of it, and then they have these jet engine things that are blowing fire that you can put in the four baskets, and it will take that giant ball right up. And I'm sure that there were other ways to do this too, um, but I ended up just riding that whole thing up very carefully um, to not die while getting burned. And at the last second, I used um, the grip thing again to just shake the ball out of it and run away with it. Cause otherwise it would have just kept floating up to the top. But like looking around the map, they had, they had areas where if you would have just sent it up that way, it would have um, caught the basket and you could have just easily picked the thing up and moved it. So just, just interesting ways to get things done in a way that like I, I never really felt a cell, um, any accomplishment finishing the shrines in Breath of the Wild. They were just kind of there to do. And at least so far, there are none of the traditional combat shrines. Um, anytime I found a shrine that was combat-oriented, it was actually to teach you how to do a different thing with the combat. So you could still die in them because the enemies were still tough, but if you could perform the skill that they were teaching you to perform, um, that's all you had to do. Which, I appreciated. Um, But yeah, overall, it is more Breath of the Wild, so for the people that really liked Breath of the Wild, it's great for them. If you didn't like Breath of the Wild, um, it's not worth even Attempting to play it like you're just wasting your time and your money at that point because yeah, yeah, there's nothing really different about it. It's not like other Zelda games where even though the the core of it, of a Zelda game is generally always the same, like from Link to the Past through um, Skyward Sword, it was you know you you start out with nothing, you get a sword, you get a shield, you do a you do a few dungeons, you do a bunch of more dungeons, you get a bunch of items, you, you progress through it that way. Um, these you know, they're not like that, but they are identical to each other. So, no. is what it is. Drew, you're yes. back, right? Yep. Uh, what do you think of Remnant from the Ashes, since you played a little bit
3: of it? I'm not really feeling it. Like, I, I mean, honestly, I'm, like, stuck on the first boss. It's, like, infuriatingly uh, diff, been infuriatingly difficult for me. I have tried like, ten times probably to kill this boss. Like, inevitably gets stuck in a corner because the, the camera's not great and just it the one i got because apparently there are two different first bosses you get is just respawning these like exploder dudes that inevitably one comes up behind me and i don't notice and explodes and takes like 90 percent of my health knocks me down and the boss comes over and hits me and I die. And it's like
1: Who, who's uh who's your boss
3: uh i i if you told me the two names I'd remember it, but it's like a dude with a big sword. Trying to remember.
1: Um Oh oh you got him. Because um, my first boss was the other one. Um where like you were 'cause they're both in the sewers, the first bosses. Yes. Um uh, yeah, that guy he's tough. He's he's a very tough The bosses are hard in that game. Uh that's where people like liken it to souls a bit, is because it's tough bosses, tough worlds, uh tough enemies sometimes. Uh, wait until you get to Trenthulu. Um, it's a tree with a Cthulhu face. And, uh, it took us, with three players, about 10 to 15 tries, uh, just to beat him. And, like, he's like, uh, there, there's, uh, separate bosses in the game. So there's like, like mid bosses, like the one that you're going after. And then there's like bigger world bosses. And the bigger world bosses, like the Trenthulu, uh, you can kill in a different way. And you get an extra item, so you can just kill it, or you can kill it in a specific way, and get an extra item to get, like, more abilities and power-ups.
3: That's neat. I I don't know if I'm going to keep playing it anymore or not. Mm Mm-hmm. Like... Uh, What uh, what class did you start with? uh, The middle one. That... That He has a... I, I... don't remember the names because they're so generic he has hunter pist-
1: cultist or uh, i
3: think it's cultist okay so you picked the
1: magic guy. yes yeah that's he's the got cultist, the pistol so you...
3: and the the uh stage gun or coach gun yeah
1: yeah so i believe the that would be Oh, uh, yeah that would be that would be the, the the magic guy so you you focus your your abilities focus more on at least at your level on using mat the the mods the magic the the bon- the magic powers. Uh huh. Um, I don't know what powers you have at the point at this moment, but you should be like refilling those gauges fast, where you should be able to
3: pop them out I Well, so right. I guess that's kind of where I'm also finding an issue with the game, and I maybe I'm gonna buy the fire ability. Uh, like it adds fire damage to the shots or whatever mm-hmm. but that's the only other ability like i have i think you have the healing by default and then i the there were two to buy from the vendor there was the fire damage and then like hunter vision where it would light up all the enemies for a while and yeah. you could see them through walls within a certain range and whatnot mm-hmm. and like i don't know it just like there is no yes. loot, there are no loot drops from that I've seen yet like in yeah. the incredibly small area that you have access to at the beginning and it's just like okay well I've leveled up all the weapons all the way that I have and am I supposed to just keep grinding this area to like get my armor up to be able to beat this boss or yeah increase your armor level I mean it's almost all the way up
1: what's like, all the way up
3: I've, I mean I've leveled it up like all three pieces of armor two or three times. And I and don't matter, know that I have...
1: Max level is 20.
3: Yeah, but armor you piece. can't find... There's You need resources to be able to level them up.
1: Yeah. And, and as I you don't be, know that as... I
3: have... Like, I literally cannot level up my guns anymore because I can't find the resource to level up the guns anymore.
1: Yeah, because your armor level isn't high enough. So once your armor reaches the similar level... Because the game is giving you the materials you need to increase your armor to that level. So once you reach, get your armor up that higher level, then you'll start getting more of not only, not all, not just, but more of the more, the higher difficulty armor, uh, a higher difficulty or the higher tier um, items that you need to upgrade. In so the more, sure yes, that. the more you, the more you grind. like you, it's, it's all about armor level. Your character level means fuck all. It's just something to boost as you're playing the game. So as you're getting, as you're, uh, fighting it, as you're fighting enemies, shooting at things, you're getting experience and like, yeah, it, it adds like max 20% to whatever thing that you're, you're boosting or whatever. Um, it doesn't always matter, but make sure if you're having, if you're getting killed, make sure you're increasing your vigor or vitality, whatever it is. Um, you might need to just buy a different weapon. The shotgun might not be your playstyle. Uh, might be buying a different weapon from the weaponsmith.
3: Is that the an only upgrade. different weapons in the game?
1: No, you get them, you get more weapons as you go through the game. Okay. So, the loot, it doesn't, it's not loot drop like Destiny and Diablo where you fight a normal mob and an item will drop. It is, loot drops in the sense of you defeat the boss and you, like, the the boss that you fight, you defeat that boss, you're gonna get a mod power. Maybe you're gonna get an item which then you can go to the lady and get a weapon or a mod power or both. It depends on the enemy and how you defeat the enemy. And so you might get a new weapon from fighting that, that enemy. But, like I was saying the other day, your... Your class only matters at the very beginning, but you can also buy all the armor for the other two classes right from the get-go as well.
3: Yeah, I did notice that.
1: So, it's like, it only matters right now because you have the ability that increased this, that, that, like, deals with spirit, I believe, is Mm -hmm. what you have. Yeah. Which makes your mod power stronger. That's the only difference. When you beat this boss, you're gonna get the melee mod power ability, which I don't remember what that does. Um... And then the other boss would be the hunter ability of uh, him. But yeah, that boss was a pain because he sends those exploding guys out. That one was a pain. Like, even after, like, I was, I we had ran it in one of the adventures and it was, we were playing two players, it still took us five or six tries. He's, he's, he's a tough one.
3: Yeah. And like, I feel like it doesn't control the best. It's hard to explain, but the character sometimes feels very, very slow in a way that, I like, just doesn't feel good. It, it, especially when, like, trying to turn directions. And I've tried playing both keyboard and mouse and with a controller, and I don't know which one feels better. Like, I can I, I, turn the camera way faster with the mouse, but, like, the character still feels like they move through molasses.
1: I mean, it is it is a slower-paced game. I, I didn't think there was an issue with the speed of the character I mean, there, there's stamina for, for sure. Like, as soon as I, as soon as I got to a point where my levels didn't matter what I was boosting in my, uh, uh, trait points, it was just, all right, let's boost stamina and speed and stamina regen as fast as possible. Not necessarily speed, but like, like sprint speed is really what it was, I think. Um, cause sometimes you can just enter into big areas and sprinting, like, it's still going to take you a while to get through these big areas. Um, but yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. I could, I could, uh, did you get it? Are you playing on... You're not playing on PS5. No, you're I'm playing, playing, playing on PC. PC.
3: Yeah. You bought it? Wow. No, oh, it, was right. free it was on, on Epic. Epic.
1: Right. Um, I don't know if it's cross-play between Epic and Steam.
3: It is. I believe.
1: All right. I, I mean, I could, I could pop on and help you beat the boss, but I'd be overpowered for the boss, um, for you. Because it would be your world, so they should be based on your level, not
3: mine. Maybe, we'll see. I don't know. Like I said, it's, it's not... Bad. I just am not really enjoying it. I mean, look, I I totally get it when
1: I the when you're playing a hard game like that and you can't defeat a boss, you get discouraged. Well, like I like
3: it's not so much like, that it's hard; it's that just even it's so empty. Like the I kind of wish there were more enemies to be fighting on the way to the boss, like and and then having to run back through that the, the like first area. Just you like, shouldn't oh.
1: have to. You shouldn't have to run through anywhere.
3: You do well, if you uh, forget to teleport the right way.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, that's that's a. I hate to be no. That that's it, a you that, issue at that point.
3: Yes, but also, like, if I if I'm if I need to fucking grind the things, like I maybe want to be able to fight more than like five enemies in a zone before having to spawn all of.
1: Yeah. I, I, yeah. True. Um,
3: like that—that's th- maybe the bigger issue—is that like, cool, okay, well, I need to get the stuff to grind to up my armor to be able to maybe beat this boss. But like, here's the f- same five enemies, and then I gotta run back, run all the way back to the respawn thing, rest, respawn all the enemies. It's like, and that—and that's also then where the character movement being kind of slow and clunky mm-hmm. is like frustrating. It's like, all right, I killed everything. Now I have well, to spend then, 3 minutes running back through the zone to respawn everything.
1: then the best way is cuz you're probably just doing story would be to play an adventure or two for you maybe to grind up to get the cuz at this, at where you're at if I if I'm remembering correctly the way like the map in the game is played, um you you're still going to to get to the boss again the next time you play, you're going to have to go from the area before the boss. Um, because there's only the big crystal at that one entry area and not right in front of the boss. It's usually a small crystal in front of the boss. So that's only a portal out that's not a portal in at the small crystal.
3: Yeah. like So,
1: the next time you play, you're still going to have to go through the region before the boss... You might, if if you're having trouble and you need to grind it, you might want to run an adventure, which you might end up having to fight that boss during the adventure, but there, you might be able to encounter more enemies and more supplies, uh, are gained to you before that you can increase your, uh, armor level and skill level. Um, yeah. That would be my only suggestion besides having somebody come and help, and I could, Jump in and lower my armor level to your level and this way be the same level and not like actually pull you through. Uh, I could like respec, not respec because the trait points you can't respec, but like I said, they are very minimal to mm-hmm. how you play. Like they, they, they don't change that much. It's more your armor level that matters. Like I do at this point, uh, my, the only thing that would really affect would be my, uh, weak point damage. Would be like a hundred, and it would be like two hundred percent instead of one hundred and fifty percent or something. Um, that's the only difference. Like, if it's not. It is a decent amount of damage, but at low levels with a low armor level, it's not really making that big of a
3: damage. Yeah, well, and I guess maybe that's one other thing I have a complaint is the finding of the weak points on things seems arbitrary almost. <laughs> like it does I mean, not it's got do. got a head. I I mean the boss I'm fighting, I'm shooting it in the head, and some of the shots that seem to be hitting it in the head do pop the yellow damage that is more. Other ones don't, and I'm like...
1: That's the thing, though. Yellow's critical. Red is weak point. Oh. So you're not hitting him in the weak point, because if I remember that boss, his weak point is actually on his back.
3: Interesting. Okay. Yeah,
1: and the thing about his back... uh, I said the quote wrong. Or no, I did say it right. Thing about his back is it's on his dick. Anybody? Nobody?
3: Nope. You're on your own.
1: You don't remember that from from friggin' super bad?
3: I mean I do. Scr- but no. You
1: scratch my back, I scratch yours. Well the thing about my back is that it's on my, my dick. Come on, guys.
0: Come on. So to be fair, I remembered that like that line ish, but could not for the life of me place where it was from.
1: Yeah. It was um uh Jonah Hill talking to Emma Stone. Because, like, he was going to buy them alcohol for the party.
0: Right. It's at the, like, the very beginning of the movie. Yeah. I haven't seen that movie in a long time. Neither have I. Well, good job remembering random lines from it.
1: Oh, of course. Of course.
0: Uh, Drew, anything else you want to say about Remnant from the Ashes? No. Good. You think after talking to Richie you're going to play it again?
3: I want to give this boss at least a try where I have the fire damage and see... And also now that I know that the weak point is on its back and not its head, like, okay, maybe Th- That's not a thing I really tried to do at all, was really getting behind him, so... Hmm. Um,
1: but it's, it, it might be hard to get behind him. One thing to remember when you do this, if you do this, if you get the fire shot, if it's the one I think it is, because there's... No, there's explosive shot and then there's fire shot, I believe. Um, the fire shot... Is only fire damage on the weapon you have it set on. Yes. So like the the, uh, uh, the guys I was playing with didn't realize that when they first when 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 we were playing it when I first started, and so like they they would have it set on their secondary weapon and then switch to use their primary, but it wouldn't give them the fire damage. So it's whatever weapon you're going to be shooting the more the most of during that fight, or the whatever weapon you think might have more damage, which again. Fire damage will then also burn him and get him to tick down health. Mm-hmm. So that might help. It definitely might help.
2: All right.
0: Um. So last last short thing. Um. I finished um the the book um the Adventures of Amina Al Sarafi. It's a pirate book. Um. About but it's like a magic fan like it's a fantasy book set in essentially the real world. Um. But in the twelfth century. Mm-hmm. So, it does a really interesting thing of weaving, weaving actual, like, locations that you'd be familiar with and concepts, like, um, from that, from that time period, like, with religion and the way people were treated and stuff like that, um, with also some of, like, the superstitions actually being real, like, um, jinn, like, the, the Middle Eastern genies, um, are a real thing and people are scared of them. And there really are, like, these creatures in the water that you can summon and if you can give them what they actually want maybe they kind of like grant you a little something um so it, it was really interesting um the weird thing though is, is so it's told from the first person the the main character is a retired female pirate captain um she hasn't been a captain for about 10 years and kind of gets forced. It's, it's one of those, like, she got forced into one more job situations. But while it's supposed to be happening in the 12th century, the whole story feels much more modern. Like, yes, they're, they're talking about things from back then. Like, they don't have technology or anything like that, but all the language and dialogue, like, feels like now. Like, um, just the way they're talking, some of, like, the, the slang they use and some of, like, the, the cursing all feels very now and it was weird. And I still don't know how I feel about it. But mm-hmm. overall, it was actually a really good book and actually pretty short, too. Nice. Yeah. And, you know, it it had kind of like a cool, like, it was both a pirate book and, like, a cool fantasy book. Which, those are two fun things, usually. Are
1: pirates fun, though?
0: It depends on the pirates. Like, Pirates yeah, of the Caribbean true. was fun. True. But, uh, One Piece is fun. I'm trying to think of I'm trying to think of fictional pirates that aren't fun. That's Cap- a good question. Captain Phillips, the 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 pirates and Captain Phillips, those guys just sucked.
3: Yeah, those guys aren't fun. But Are they're those not f- the- fictional pirates, though.
1: Oh, you those know were, what? that's true. Right, that's yeah, based on a were true real story. Pirates, actually. Yeah, it's a true story. Yeah, I, forgot I think it's a true. Was Captain Phillips a true story? Yes, yeah, so. it was
0: based on a true story. That's that's a good point. But so I get I guess I should preface it generally historical or like fantastical pirate stories are fun. When it comes to modern day pirates, they all kind of just suck because they're boring. Like they have motorboats and guns. Like what's interesting about that? They're not chasing people down with fucking sailboats and swords
1: and cannons.
0: Exactly. And like weird magic creatures on their boats and a cat that apparently. So this book, there's a cat in this book. And like as as far as I know, like like back then it was it was not uncommon for boats to have cats on it because it helped um uh, keep mice mice out of, like, the, the store to hold stuff. Mm. Um, this one, they have a cat that's actually useless. Like, it's afraid of mice. It has no, like, balance or anything like that. Um, it literally has to be hand-fed by, like, the guy who takes care of it because it's too fucking stupid to find food on its own. Um, and I thought, like, this whole book, they kept referencing this fucking cat and how it was just kind of in the way most of the time. And at the end of the book, like, they referenced the cat again. I'm like... The cat's gonna fucking do something that's gonna save the day. It's gonna be like the cat in Captain Marvel and it's actually some sort of weird fucking creature that can just, like, devour things. Yeah. Um, and no. No, the cat literally never does anything. Like, they just... The, the, the author just really liked referencing this cat that all of the crew except for the captain liked and was just kind of useless. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, cool. Th- thanks for leading me on with this fucking cat that I thought was gonna be some, like, weird superhero.
1: No, you just need comedic relief.
0: Like the problem was, like they never really let the cat be comedic relief either. Like it never did anything. Like it never did anything s- silly in the story. It was just referenced as being useless. Like, um, like it'd be like the cat's just lounging on the roof, and um, they'll reference that like it'll probably fall off later. But you know, minor complaint. I just want the cat to do something neat. Because why? Why reference a cat otherwise? Right? Yeah. Um. But yeah good book definitely worth reading if you don't mind like first person stuff and a little bit of just like weirdness when it comes to like the time it was set versus how they react to things um so yeah but uh we do have in two weeks we're going to be having our next book club or next next week i'm sorry next week we have our next book club so this week drew have you picked an actor that richie will have to uh find something for
3: you know, I was going to pick someone else, and then we started talking about Nick Cage, and I was just going through his filmography. I think I've seen three Nick Cage movies really? and two of them are National Treasure. I mean, look, you, you've
0: you set the bar high for yourself at the very least.
3: Yeah, like, I've seen National Treasure, National Treasure 2, and Spider-Man. Wait, oh, <laughs> Into, Into, the Into the Spider-Verse. Spider-verse. Wow, you've never seen any oh, of the other Cage movies? And Kick-Ass. So, four. I believe I've seen four movies that Nicolas Cage is. Wow. Wow. That's.
0: I don't even know where to start. All right. Rich, you're going to be able to pick a Nick Cage movie? No. There's too many.
1: <laughs> God, like- I'm, I'm going through and I was like, Oh, next. No, that's not, uh, I'm not going to make you guys, uh, rent that. Uh, gone you in know- 60 seconds. That's on Paramount Plus. Maybe Con Air. No, that's all rental. Um, so there's too many to pick. Um, Right now, I so, have to figure...
0: I, I'm going to be honest, As when I said, like, do you know what you're going to pick, the first movie that came to mind was, are we watching next?
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was the like, first movie do, I looked up, because I was like...
0: Do we start this on a bad front?
1: <laughs> God. I mean, that's... The movie's not that bad. It's just, the ending is just dumb. That's all. Uh, but I I was I was like, oh man, how, how Nick Cage do I want to get? Do I want to get, like, the weatherman? Uh, or, or no, do I want to, do if, I want go doing, with a... if we're
0: doing, if we're doing that or Nick Cage, I would say match dick men over the weatherman.
1: I mean, well, that'll get, that's your choice. Um, this is my choice. No, this I, I know. I want to.
0: I am just, I'm having a discussion with you. Yeah. I, like, uh, we, like, we have, we have to ingratiate Drew to Nick Cage now.
1: Yeah. Which is, which is why, like, I think a good, and I, I have a week to pick, but like, I'm trying to think a good... Introductory Nick Cage movie would probably be Gone in sixty seconds.
0: So I, I can think tell. That's- I can tell you something. Um, I've seen a lot of Nick Cage movies. I have never actually seen all of Gone in sixty seconds.
2: Hmm.
1: See, because <laughs> I've never, I've never seen Matchstick Men. I've never seen The Weatherman. Um, I've never seen The Wicker Man. He likes a lot of men. Um, let's see.
0: I don't think you would necessarily like Matchstick Men or or The Wicker Man.
1: Probably not. Uh but I know, like, like. The Weatherman is, like, kind of peak Nick Cage being Nick Cage at times, I think. Uh,
0: uh maybe a little. I, I saw that movie once in 2006 or whenever it came out. Mm-hmm. 2005. Um, and I only kind of vaguely remember it. I I liked it, but I also like movies, generally.
1: Yeah. And, then, and, and now I'm just like, oh, do I want to go, like, nude? And by new Nick Cage, I mean, like, post-2010. Nick Cage, like, there's it, a lot of movies on here that I don't even friggin' know. Army of One, I forgot that he made so, a Snowden movie.
0: I was gonna say, you have to keep in mind, too, There, there is a specific period of Nick Cage from, like, 2012 to, like, 2018, where he made a lot of direct-to-DVD, mm-hmm. like, it, it's that bad, it's direct-to-DVD, it's not even direct-to-streaming, just yeah. garbage, because he was trying to pay off a bunch of debt. Yeah.
1: Because um, I, I I will say Gone in sixty seconds one of my favorite movies of all time.
0: You know what else is a is a Nick Cage movie? What's that? Face Off.
1: I. It's a movie I've never seen all the way through. Uh, but I. Oh,
3: uh, man. I th- was. I think that's on Paramount Plus.
0: Looks like it's on Paramount Plus and Amazon Prime. Yeah, yeah. Face Off is available on Prime as well.
1: He was in Fast ben Times Chica. at Ridgemont High. Yeah, as Brad's bud, he was like a supporting. actor.
0: Oh he's yeah, that's very rock. very early in his career. Yeah, his
3: he first was he was still
1: Nicholas Coppola in that. Oh that's, wow! It, like that's how early. It's his second film.
3: Oh, is it second? Yeah.
0: Yeah, he has some really good like. I like. I wouldn't say
3: to watch it. Oh, um, fucking mostly... Rock, man. No, that is. Oh, that's right. One, that is his first movie that he's <sighs> in. Fast times? the Rocks. No, Fast oh. Times is his first movie.
1: Oh yeah, the Best of Times was a TV movie. Okay.
2: Yeah,
3: I always forget about Contact. the Rock.
1: Yeah, me too. It's a great movie. I've never it's seen
0: a, it. it. It's only rental, though.
1: That's, I mean, that's the thing. It's, 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 I'm I'm definitely not, I would not make you guys watch. Well, I mean, The Rock is actually worth it. I I'll
0: mean, the, look, it, it's got fucking um Sean Connery.
1: Sean Connery in it. Can we just stick with Nick Cage for, like, a couple of sessions? Like, more <laughs> than just the next three.
0: Just just Can, for the rest it, of the year spend or a semester we're... of just watching Nick Cage movies. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean he's he's got enough of them.
1: He does. I mean and we could mix in like kick ass and, and stuff like that in there as well. Because there's even that a... new one, um, the unbearable weight of massive talent.
0: That's how I've actually wanted to see that one. Um, I just haven't.
3: Yeah. I'd also and say that. Willie's Wonderland has, as well. Th- done enough different things that we could pick a bunch of different themes that then all still have nick cage movies
0: i mean that that is also true um like have you guys ever i know drew you i know you haven't but rich you've watched um community right
1: i've watched community yes
0: yeah like there's that whole episode where like abed has like a breakdown like over nick cage
1: i don't remember
0: oh yeah like there was this there was an episode like it was like, there was like a film, like a Nicolas Cage film studies class. And it, I think it was even the B plot of the episode, but it was very funny. Because like, Abed was like, tasked with like, picking the best Nicolas Cage performance or something like that. I forget exactly how it played out, but uh, it, it, it was very funny, because that show was like, generally very funny.
1: I remember the Who's the Boss episode, but I don't remember the Nick Cage episode.
0: Yeah. I'll see if I can find a clip of it later and send it to you, but- Oh, boy. But I all mean... right. So, Rich, next week,
3: Nick Cage. God.
1: I knew you were going to do this to me. Who were you thinking before uh, Nick Cage?
3: Like, I don't know why, but when we originally settled on actor, the first name that came into my head was Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's a great actor, too. Uh, Yeah.
1: Uh, We can watch uh, all
0: the Hunger Games movies.
1: Exactly. I've seen
3: almost all of them already.
1: I, I haven't seen the last ones. I saw the first two. And then I think there was four, right?
3: Uh, yeah, the last two are yeah. the only. One. Actually, did I see
1: all of them?
3: Because the last two were film
1: were finished after he passed away, right? So they, like they CG'd had to they had bit. to digitally put him in at points because he plays a major role in it because he's he actually yeah
3: he's just like spoiler alert is part of the resistance mm-hmm. yeah and the, the other name that also came to me. But very specifically there was one movie i wanted to watch but it's not anywhere on streaming so i decided against it, it was john malkovich cuz i kind of wanted to do being john malkovich but i mean he's another one that just has like a, a million crazy million career of things yeah. you could
0: do it's true all right well i have to I'll so, have to figure, i'm 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 probably
1: going to start a twitter poll like <laughs> that what, that what three what
0: people will cage? vote on
3: and
1: two of them I, will I, be get, mean, I, new cop. I get decent responses on my Twitter polls. Man. Oh, that's good. Oh, okay. Like like I and by decent I mean like 10 to 20. Hey, yeah. but it's still well, if, fair.
0: If I see them I usually vote, but I don't look to see how many votes are already there.
1: Like let's what was my last one? I think my last one was a couple weeks ago. Is it still my pinned tweet? I don't think so. No, it's not my pinned tweet anymore. Um and it was four Uh, what game to play after Legend of Zordon, um, and I think, I think I had at least nine votes on that.
0: Well, that's good. I'm, I'm glad you get some, some vote action going. Um, but yeah, so you'll pick a Nick Cage movie next week. Um, we'll also be discussing Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol as part of our next book club. So that should be interesting. Mm Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think that is going to do it for this week. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, in that case, if you'd like to find more of our content, you can head over to www.one-quest.com. You can also help us out by supporting us at patreon.com slash one quest. If you can't support us there with your dollars, though, you can go to your favorite podcast platform like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, rate us, review us, subscribe to us. They all help. Uh, you can also find us on social media, facebook.com slash one quest online or at one underscore quest on Instagram and Twitter. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash one quest video, and you can always send us an email to social at one dash quest dot com. And Rich, what is your uh, streaming schedule looking like this week?
1: Uh twitch.tv slash b underscore one that's for video game streaming Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday. Uh mostly gonna be playing um Star Ocean, the Divine Force, which I'm shockingly having a lot more fun in that than I was expecting because I kept my expectations low due to reviews. Um, also, just keep in mind that on the 3rd of June is my 2 year stream anniversary celebration. Uh, my 2 year anniversary is June 1st, so on the 3rd is when we'll be celebrating all day stream subathon starting at 9 o'clock in the morning with an uh, a 16 hour, uh, 16 to 24 hour cap, depending on other, uh, stretch goals and things like that, that we might be able to fill out. I'll be doing Mario Kart, uh, open tournament, and if we have enough people at least, and, uh, Super Smash Bros. tournament also, if we have enough people. Uh, so come check that out, if you haven't.
0: Alright, and with that, we will be back next week with something else to talk about. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. See ya.